Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. As you can imagine, a lot of us are still recovering from the epic spring fundraiser. Isaac took over for Mark in the mornings, but he and Christy caught us all up on the March Madness. This is Isaac in for Mark. He's got the week off, and it is basketball craziness. In fact, um, I'm not even that into basketball, truth be told. (laughs) I was getting text messages from people last night, just Arkansas in all caps, or the WPS. Christy, can you catch the non-basketball people up really quick with what happened. Well, I mean, it was just a big upset. Arkansas took down number one in the West Kansas for the, uh, taking us to the Sweet 16, which was such a big deal. And this is three years in a row for Musselman to take the Hawks to the Sweet 16. So it was a big deal. No one expected Kansas to get beat. (laughs) Really quick. Our coach's name is Muscleman? Is that... (laughs) Is that, yeah, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yes, and and they call the the must bus, which he might be found no on going way. through campus on. It's like a, a golf cart type. That's anyway. great. Anyway, but yeah, no, it was just such a huge upset. And Devonte Davis, um, they call him Devo. Just he just lit it up that game. He was unbelievable, and he is truly the reason. I mean, it was a team effort for sure. Yeah, other guys stepped up, but. He was the guy that made it happen and, and got us there. For yeah, sure. to pick an MVP, that was that's who he would oh, pick. Oh, one thousand percent. Someone okay. even put a Wikipedia thing out that it was like Devonte Davis, and it gave his birth date, and then it said owner of Kansas. <laughs> like, oh, no. like he owned them. Right, right, you right. You know, it was just really good. But yeah, big win for the Hogs. Super exciting, and the guys played their hearts out. That's pretty pretty much. I think that's the best game especially the second half that I've probably seen us play all year. Okay, so, it is March. Exciting. How's your bracket looking? Are you okay? <laughs> Have you survived? There's been a lot of upsets. It's been pretty wild, um, but we're doing okay. okay. We're doing okay. Good, good yeah. to know. I love the idea anyway. that Devo and Muscle Man, we can't fail. I mean, we've got <laughs> those two. Man, yes. We're, we're good. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so... Through this week, it's mm-hmm. spring break. It is spring break. What do you have going on? Are you going to be traveling? Because you're out of here Wednesday. You're hitting the road. I am. So I'm taking my son. There is a particular... Oh, I'm, I'm afraid to say it. You know it's what? It's okay. Anyway, I'm going to surprise him. He has no idea. Right. We are going to be going to Texas. We're going to go see some friends. But that's not the only reason we're going Ooh. to Texas. So there's like this secret. I have not told anyone. Right. And I've been keeping it in for about six weeks, and it's killing me. Oh, my gosh. I know. I and can tell. You almost revealed it on the air. I, I saw I saw <laughs> I you kind of getting I, ready to go. Yes, and I'm two days away, and I'm not going to kill it now. But I'm going to okay. surprise him, and I'm going to take video of the surprise. So I'll oh, good. definitely okay. be sure to share it with our KLRC listening family. I'm excited about it. But anyway... Uh, that's what's going on. I know that gives you no information. So I'm excited about something that I can't even tell you about. To so, be determined. We'll see the Christie surprise with Mac later this week. I am looking forward to hearing what the big surprise was. And I'm sure she and Mac are going to have an excellent trip. Here's some more from Isaac and Christie from earlier this week. So if you're someone who's ever worked in ministry or vocation, you know that it can be a wonderful incredible calling, but it can be something that you need to get 
recharge time from. Just like any career, if you're in the ministry, um, it can be particularly difficult sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's why people closest to the ministry and Billy Graham's family has turned his North Carolina home into a retreat center for ministry leaders in need of some restoration and some downtime. They said they offer several experiences designed to rejuvenate pastors and help believers discover God's will through diving deep into his word. They said it's no charge for people who have been doing uh, pastoral or ministry work for more than 20 years. So Mm -hmm. they encourage folks to fill out their form and see if they can qualify to get in some time to rest at Billy Graham's home. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that's a pretty incredible legacy to have to where your home has becomes a place to recharge. Yeah, I I just want to say this. I had one of the most just moving experiences with God at Billy Graham's home. Okay. Really? No. <laughs> me and Billy were not talking. Okay. Right. It's not like I went to go meet Billy. Personal friends. Okay. Right. This was probably about 10 to 12 years ago and I was in North Carolina uh, at a conference type thing. And I Googled, I was just in the area and I Googled best things to do around here. Yeah. It was the number one thing on the list was to go to Billy Graham's home. Okay. And it, like a tourist type place. And I was like, really? And it, it surprised me because I was just kind of maybe expecting more touristy type. What maybe I, what I thought the majority of the world might want to go see, but right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check this out. And it rocked my world. No I, kidding. Yes, I, it wrecked me. I well, first of all, they have this one huge room, and it just shows all of these photos. I mean, he literally he started with Harry S. Truman, nineteen fifty. Yeah, and he covered twelve sitting presidents. It was over fifty years mm-hmm. where he was the spiritual counselor of our president. Right, and you can just see his hand. In the, in the U.S., yeah. and it blew my mind. And then just hearing different stories about just the way he impacted so many just huge leaders in, mm-hmm. in our country and worldwide. And then there was this particular room that had the podium that he used to preach from. Wow. And I stood at that podium, and I was just touching it, you know, my right hand on one side, just like as if like when he would stand there and he'd have his hands on both sides. And, and I mean, even today, like thinking about it, I just want to get emotional because I was like, and and it's the same podium. So they, they took this podium everywhere, wherever he would speak. Right. And it had special buttons on it that were emergency buttons. So if, if his life was threatened, he could push one of these buttons and his, uh, like I, I want to say secret service, but I don't, if you'd say Billy Graham service people, like, I don't know. Would we call them guardian angels? Yes. <laughs> like basically his bodyguard, secret service, whatever you want to call them would cover him and, and take care of him. Right. Yeah. And so he had these emergency buttons on this podium and I was just kind of touching those and just looking at it all. And did anyone swarm you? you- <laughs> no, no one cared. <laughs> you tried. But, yeah. But it, Truly, just the impact that he had in our country and then on so many lives. And you could just feel just the spirit of God in that place. And 
I was just so incredibly moved that, I mean, it wrecked me. Like I was crying my eyes out. Totally unexpected. I went there. I didn't even know anything about it. Yeah. I just went there to just go check it out because it was number one on the Google list. That's beautiful. You had like a good spiritual moment there. That's awesome. And I just felt like God was just saying, this is what we're called to do. What yeah. what this guy's doing yeah. is what we're all called to do. Amen. And it uh, just really convicted my heart and moved me in such a way. And I was like, thank you, God. What what an incredible experience um, I love, an incredible I love place. Having, I love finding moments like that, maybe unexpected. Yeah. So any anyone, if you're in that area, I highly recommend you go by there and just and just be reminded of the impact of who Billy Graham was and what he did. But but also it, it's what we're all called to do. So it was really good. I was not expecting that reminder from this story about Billy Graham's house. I guess kind of similar to how Christy wasn't expecting to be so moved from visiting his house. A powerful reminder that has convicted me just a little bit as I heard this story, knowing the calling Jesus has given us to go and tell the world about his good news, to live fearlessly and boldly with the love of Christ pouring out from us. An unexpected story from an unexpected journey with an unexpected lesson, and isn't that just how God works? Up next, Robert has a sweet story reminding us all to love better and be kind. It is the little things that often make the biggest differences. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and I was reading about Michelle, who works as a professional manicurist, and one day a lady walks in with her elderly mother. Now, the mom is 87 years old, and so she's like, hey, can you give my mom a manicure? Of course. So Michelle, you know, has her sit down and says, what color would you like? And the mom's like, you pick. And so Michelle picked a nice light pink natural color. The mom is like, I love it. So they're sitting there chatting. Michelle is painting her nails, realizing how fragile this woman's hands are and just, you know, just giving her all the love and attention you could possibly expect. And when they were done with the manicure, I mean, there was just smiles all around. Michelle gives this 87-year-old woman a big old hug. See, what she didn't know is that this woman was actually brought over from hospice for one last remarkable experience. And that's what Michelle gave her. What an honor to be a part of that. Michelle says if there's someone elderly in your life, check in on them. Give them a hug. Do their nails if you can. Brush their hair. Whatever it is, you never know how much that can mean to someone. We are just full of reminders this week, and that isn't a bad thing. A few days ago, I was driving, and I remembered the impact that kindness has, even in the smallest things, and how truly little effort it takes to just be kind. We just have to make that choice. Another reminder on a completely different note, cleaning one's house is also a good thing. Here's Robert. So it wasn't planned at all. Total accident. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. My wife and I began our spring cleaning yesterday. Even though today is the official start of spring, it happened yesterday because we were sitting there in the living room and we're watching our animals just kind of play around. They've got all, all their toys everywhere. We've got two dogs and three cats. And we look over at the one place in the house that has carpet, which is like the stairs on the way up to the hallway. And we realize, wait a minute. What color are those stairs supposed to be? Mm-hmm. 
pet hair. It was time to get some deep cleaning going on. So we got started on our cleaning, and I don't think we're going to stop for another week or two till we get that house just totally top to bottom smelling like pine all or something, you know? I am also in cleaning mode. Now that the weather has warmed up, I'm going to switch over the winter clothes for the spring clothes and hope for the best. Cleaning out the closet can be so refreshing and also frightening when you realize how much stuff you have. Here's Anson and Kara from The Drive Home with some more of that March madness. I gotta tell you, Kara, March is one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. Not only because the sun's coming out, spring is about to have sprung, weather hopefully getting a little bit warmer soon, but also March Madness is going on. Oh, that's right. And I really enjoy watching all the basketball games on TV. I mean, it's all fun and games when you're watching teams that you don't have an emotional investment in. Sure. (laughs) But I've learned this year, because my team, K-State, is in the tournament still, that when you're watching your own team, it comes along with a little bit of stress, <laughs> okay. right? But I'm, I'm doing pretty good because good. K-State is in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Arkansas is in the Sweet 16 as well. Oh, man. So both of my favorite teams. That's pretty cool. Doing really well. Yeah. I do have to say, though, I, I think my wife is kind of dreading the game that they will inevitably lose oh. because I'm probably going to be in a really bad mood yeah. for a couple days. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm feeling really good. It's springtime. Yeah. My team's still in it. And then that's going to happen. And it's going to take me a couple days to pull out of my funk. Oh, yeah. boy. I can relate to Anson. We all want to root for our teams and see them victorious because in a way it helps us feel victorious too, like we've won alongside them. But on the other hand, I have never been a sports person and I've never understood March Madness. I think it's all rather silly, but I guess that's why it's a madness. Something that's truly maddening, however, is how quickly technology changes. Here's Kara feeling a bit old because of some TikTokers. Anson, I feel so old. Yeah. There's another video going around on the TikTok Uh where some teenager is like, hey, you know what would be super cool? If we had like a phone in our houses that stayed there all the time and was like for everybody Mm. in the house Mm. for emergencies and stuff. (laughs) And everybody in the comments is like, great idea, yeah, that sounds amazing. Oh my goodness. And everybody our age (laughs) and older is like, that's called a landline, sweetheart. (laughs) That already exists and I feel so old. Honestly, it wasn't that long ago landlines were a normal thing. In fact, some places still require landlines. So will they ever truly go away? I remember my family having a home phone for many years and even learning phone etiquette, which is not something teens learn these days, I think. And that makes me feel a bit old. Oh, the struggle. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.